Women aren't born warriors, we become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week I'm interviewing women who through tragedy and triumph are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Welcome, warrior women. So happy for you guys to be with us today. This is the Conversations with Warrior Women podcast, and I'm your host, your ever-grateful host, Liz Swadek. We have been interviewing women leaping for greatness and learning so much from their stories. I remember when I first started this podcast, I was worried about where I was going to find my guests week after week. Well, I have learned that I will never run out. I will never run out of (laughs) amazing women with stories that we need to hear and learn from. It's in our stories that we find our voice. That's how we learn to stand up, take our place in this world, and fulfill our destiny. So now more than ever, we need to learn to pivot. We need to move with the times. And that's something my guest today has firsthand knowledge of. So I'm really (laughs) excited, but we're going to get to her soon. But first, let me tell you about my sponsor. Oh, guys, you're going to love this new sponsor because guess what? Time to treat yourself, maybe with a little bauble or something, a little piece of jewelry. That's right. Del Pozo Jewelry has the best, most fabulous jewelry that you can buy. I love it so much. And let me just say, Tanya Del Pozo, who started this company, is one of our first podcast guests. So warrior mom and warrior woman Tanya makes these beautiful, spiritually inspired pieces with precious stones, pearls, diamonds, and opals. They're made with love. And you know what? You can tell one of my favorites that she makes is this butterfly necklace. My favorite one is a moonstone butterfly necklace with 14 carat rose gold and white diamonds on a rose gold chain. It is gorgeous. She makes these butterflies in all different sizes and different stones. They're gorgeous, this butterfly necklace. I also love her beaded stretch bracelets. I have a whole stack of them. I wear them on my arm, all the different color opals and beads. And my daughter has some too, and we even have matching ones. And then Another great thing that Tanya makes now, Del Pozo Jewelry, is a personalized mask holder with beads and your name on it. It's so cute, perfect for kids and moms who are busy and don't have time to take on and off that stupid mask. But the most exciting thing that Tanya is making is the vote necklace. Maybe you saw Michelle Obama wearing it at the Democratic National Convention. The vote necklace. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite. She'll even make it with diamonds for you if you want. So make sure you go to Instagram and follow Del Pozo Jewelry. You can order and shop right from there, or you can go to delpozojewelry.luxury. Order now. Remember, if you want to find out more about me and this show, go to thewarriormoms.co and click on the podcast link. And if you like the podcast, please leave us a positive review and subscribe. Remember, you can always DM me at Warrior Mom Pod on Instagram. So I love hearing from you guys. I love your messages and you guys have been so supportive. So please DM me anytime. On with the show. Okay, today we are talking to warrior woman, Melissa Myers. Mm -hmm. Melissa is the founder and creator of the inspirational lifestyle blog, The Glow Girl where she's passionate about sharing tips on how to look and feel 10 years younger. Oh my God, Melissa, that's what I need right now. (laughs) Uh, Her focus is to empower women to be the best version of themselves, age gracefully, and maintain a youthful glow from the inside out. 
Melissa is a regular contributor on Who, What, Where, has appeared as a lifestyle expert on TV for many shows, which I've seen you. I was like realizing as I'm seeing you now, I'm like, I've seen her before, Um, (laughs) including NBC's Today Show, Weekend Today in New York, and she's been featured in many magazines like People and the Huffington Post. She's covered the red carpet, conducted celebrity interviews as the founder and creative director of Page Daily, an online fashion and beauty magazine that set the stage for what became the Glow Girl today. Melissa was raised in New York. Yes, New Yorker. Raised in New York. I was raised in New York too. Um, And now lives in LA with her husband and two kids. Welcome warrior woman and warrior mom, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to this podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Where are you from in New York? I'm originally from Long Island, Syosset, Long Island, but I'm Long Island. Long Island. It goes in one place, one word, Long Island. Long Island. Yes. I can bring on that New York accent big time. (laughs) You can just pull it out, can't you? I know you can. I grew up in Scarsdale, so I have a ton of friends from, in Westchester, I have a ton of friends from Long Island, though, and I love, I love Garden City. I've been to Garden City a million times. I mean, I love it there. It's like an oasis. It's fabulous. So I asked at Long Island, but I lived 25 years with my city, with my kids in New York City. So I really raised my children in New York City rather than you know, my history is more with New York City than it is with Long Island, believe it or not. So. Oh my God. Well, I lived in the city too, but I would never dare to have a child there. So you really impressed me. But let's, you know what, we, I want to talk, uh, speaking of New York, I want to kind of go back a little bit to you, uh, with you. I, ha- I know you have this wildly popular blog, The Glow Girl, which I really love. I, I, I have to say, I'm a fan. Um, but that's not how you started. No. At all. So you did not start. So tell us, what you were doing and feeling before you entered the blog world? <laughs> well, after I graduated from Syracuse, I, as many of us, did not know what I wanted to do with my life. I knew that I loved to write and I knew I loved fashion and beauty, but my parents really discouraged me from going into those industries because they said, Melissa, you like nice things and those careers will not provide you with the life that you were looking for. So I then decided, my dad is like, you should really look into Wall Street jobs. I was like, hmm, Wall Street? Okay. I did. And I ended up working on, I don't even know how I got there. I I actually, I think I went to like an agency because I really, I didn't have a talent in that area, but I said, I'll just start on the trading floor as an assistant. I was hired. Okay. And um, after six months, I said, I've got to get out of here. I don't, I don't care that I'm making twice as much as all my friends. I've got to get out of here. So I was in an elevator one day and I heard someone say, oh, hi, Fabian. And that is a distinctive name. Yeah. So I had been researching who is the director of marketing at Bear Stearns because I didn't want to jump ship so quickly. I wanted to be dedicated to a company for at least a couple of years. And when we got down to the bottom of the elevator, I said, um, are you the director of marketing, Fabian Gershon? You know, oh. just bright eyed and just like shaking inside. And she said, yes, I am. And she was one tough nut. Um, then I, I just said, well, I'd love to have um, a, a word with you when we get down. She said, sure. Then I approached her and said, I'm very, I will do anything to be, to work in marketing. I'll do anything. I'll be your gopher. I will get you coffee every day. I will write for you. I said, I'm a writer. She said, you know what? I love that you approached me. I love this ambition. And Bear Stearns was all about that. It, it, it's no yes, longer. Yes. Right. Well, that whole financial world. I mean, right back uh, in the day. just see the boiler room. You'll know what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> so they lo- she loved that, that I um, reached out to her. And actually that way of reaching out to other people directly like that, just 
actually set the stage of future connections and how I run my businesses. I really just, even how, it doesn't matter how nervous you are, just, just take a deep breath and approach and do the thing that scares you the most. So yeah. I'll get to that later. But yeah. so I approached her, she interviewed me, gave me a writing test and hired me as a floater. I ended up, um, the thing that I loved the most was writing, doing some speech writing because she had me working on some speech writing for the chairman. I started helping her out. And then I started writing speeches for the conferences and special events. Then I became a vice president of conferences and special events. Then I became an associate director. And this is a time and a place where women were not getting these kinds of titles. But I had a lot of rules when I worked at Bear Stearns. I didn't date anyone in the company. I kept my head close to the desk and just worked long hours and I just didn't pay attention. Whatever was asked of me, I did. And I did it with a smile, even if it was gut-wrenching. And today, some of those things would have been gut-wrenching. But <laughs> but back then, you know, people just... Well, you were wanting to prove yourself and mm-hmm. guess what? They were rewarding you for that. So that's amazing. Exactly. So I went on to do that and I traveled the world and it was a phenomenal experience. But I, at that point, did you feel like you were kind of getting a taste of that creativity that you originally yeah. wanted that your parents had tried to take you out of. So you felt like you were kind of living into what you were supposed yeah. to be doing. I was able, I was designing invitations. I was able to write. I mean, part of my job that was actually extremely important to my growth was I had to learn to put together budgets and believe it or not, the budgets were a million dollars back then to spend on conferences. One, oh. $1 million and say, okay, Melissa, figure out how to use this for a conference. I, I mean, that's unheard of today. So but that's but, such a great marketable skill, by the way, because you need a budget for almost everything you ever do. Everything. So that's a really great skill. And to create your own business. I use those skills to create my own business. That's amazing. So it really did set the stage. And also working with intense people at that level that had such high expectations, that really, that helped me a lot in, in plowing my way. But I, re- I was very unhappy with working on Wall Street, though. That just didn't just the people the and it's not like it's not like the people it's just the men back then it was such an intense it's a whole different world it's a whole different world and you know what you have to be willing to be cutthroat and willing to yeah push another guy out of the way to get what you want and I think it's still you know a little bit that way I mean I I you know it wasn't wasn't easy but you know I feel like I I made my 10 I worked there for 10 years and when I left, I actually left when I had my first child, I, they actually said, we'd like you to come back. I said, okay, I can come back part-time. But it didn't work because I wasn't being a great mother and I wasn't being a great employee because the kind of work that Bear Stearns expects are 80-hour weeks. Yes. You can't do that part-time. And they still were expecting the that kind amount of work. work. Yeah. Right. And then, well, even though you weren't there eight hours, they were like, well, you're just going to shove the 80 hours into the half of the amount. That's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> It, was, it wasn't easy, but you know, one of the things, and I did some interesting things at Bear Stearns. I used my creative outlets in a, in a couple of ways. There was a newsletter that Bear Stearns put together and they used to have me write restaurant reviews for the firm. So I was starting back then to research and share information, which is one of my biggest passions in life. I, I like to do it with women, but here I was doing it for the firm. And I remember a lot getting so much feedback on my writing and, you know, the things that I covered, the things that I used to seek out, the restaurants, the finds, the hidden gems, and then sharing all that. So that kind of set the stage. So I had my children 
Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't working. Then I, I stopped working at Bear Stearns, but I, I continued. I was just trying to figure out what can I do that's entrepreneurial and that will just kind of, I can work 25 hours a week. No more. Yeah. So you're going to tell, I want to know is this how Glow Girl came to be. You were kind of like, yeah, start, I know it didn't start as Glow Girl, but, it, but that's sort of how, that, that's how it sort of came to be. Yes. I always collected and researched a lot of different resources. Like people, and people would always ask me, where do you get your hair highlighted? Where do you go on vacation? What color lipstick are you wearing? I love your blush. I love your self tanner. I love your, like whatever it is. Yeah. People would just always be asking Melissa. So my husband said, you should make a business out of this. Somehow let's figure out how to monetize it. Let's call it Ask Melissa. And that's how that was born. Okay. So, and that's actually still my company. It's Ask Melissa LLC. I, I kept that as an LLC. So till today. But when you, when you pivoted and kind of made it into the glow girl, taking everything you've learned and my God, it's amazing. You know, some of the things we think we don't want to do, but then look how all the things along the way led you to this point, all the things that you've learned, right. That you years of people yeah. that sometimes people think that I just snap my fingers. People that see me in LA cause I'm in LA for eight years and they know I started my blog about four years ago and they're just like, wow, this blog, it just exploded overnight. I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> overnight of 20 years. Right. An overnight of 20 years. You have all those brand contacts. How do you have, you know, well, I ran an online magazine and I used those contacts for that online magazine and I just pivoted and I said, Hey, now I'm the influencer. It's not my magazine. It's me. And yeah. it's the glow girl that I'm presenting. So, you know, I, I used each platform to help me with the next platform. Like when I was raising money, so for Ask Melissa, um, my husband helped me, but we raised about half a million dollars. And we actually, you know, put together a business plan. The guy that helped us put together the business plan, he was actually putting a business plan together for NBC. He was the one who connected me to NBC. I had zero experience That's amazing. television. Zero. That's amazing. And to be quite honest with you, I was very, very nervous to be in front of the camera. That was not my thing. You know, I was like, I liked being behind the scenes and I liked sharing information with people. I loved writing. I'm such a journalist, a lifestyle journalist at heart and still am to this day. Yeah. But my, I hired somebody who was actually a friend had of that connection. A, That's a amazing. Friend of a friend. And she contacted me and said, you know, I think your ask Melissa business is onto something. Cause I was just emailing people and I sent an email of my favorite providers and then they paid me a commission based on people that I brought to them. Mm-hmm. So it was very old fashioned back then because I was using the honor system right now. You can track all this stuff. Right. Uh, it, it was, um, that was the way, you know, I ran the business. It was like a mom and pop business. And what was, what, what's the mission behind Glow Girl? Like when you were kind of conceptualizing, like now, now it's kind of pivoted and turned into, you know, something kind of the, I feel like more, the more marinated seasoned version of you really, right? Uh, yeah. The, the juicy part of you. Um, what's the mission? Like if you had to say, what's the mission behind Glow Girl? The mission is really to empower women to be the best version of themselves. And I enjoy giving people tips and tricks on how to look and feel 10 years younger. I don't care if you're 30, 40, 50, 60, or 70. Everybody wants to look and feel 10 years younger. So, and if you can do that with grace and style and gratitude, I mean, you're in a good place. So if I can teach women, it took me forever to get to this place. I didn't start here. I learned this over the years. Mm -hmm. And then I'm taking what I've learned from all my life experience. And I'm trying to share that to give women a shortcut. So yeah. I'm going to road test products, services, 
anything that appeals to me that's out there that will continue this mission of looking and feeling 10 years younger. Yeah. Well, you also delve into psychology too. Like I was reading, there was a great post about kind of like COVID-19 and how, you know, you mentally you're dealing with it and all that. So, so I kind of like that you have the whole mind body connection going, you know, inner, inner and outer glowing inside. Very much about not just, you know, of course, you know, we all have different levels of vanity, but of course I do pay attention to my outer appearance, but I feel like the inner is just as important. And I had a lot of work to do over the years to, to get to where I am right now. And it's just, it's paid off in, in so many ways. And even with my family, I mean, there's just, there's so many gifts you can give your family and there's tricks and tips that, and resources that people don't realize that are out there to help them. Well, we, we also don't have time to look over everywhere. So it's almost like you're this coach for us, right? You're like a life coach. So you're a lifestyle coach even yeah. where you're looking around for the best of the best. Cause we, we don't even have the hours in the day to look yeah. for all these things that could improve our lives. So it's amazing that you do that. But <clears throat> You, I named this podcast Conversations with Warrior Women because I think all women are warriors. I really do. And moms yeah. especially. Moms especially. Yes, they um, yeah. And really? I think all women have been in the trenches. Like, you know, when you see those movies and there's people in the trenches and they're going under the barbed wire fence and it's literally slicing into their backs, like just mm-hmm. going through the worst of the worst. So what was that moment for you and what did you learn from it? Because I feel like all women build their businesses and their lives based on these unbelievable warrior in the trenches moments. Yeah. I mean, well, one is kind of personal. One was when I lost my mom and then my, in 2018, and then my daughter had a very severe car accident six weeks later. Mm. I literally, I, I felt like I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, that was... It took every inch of energy for me to move on, but I felt it was really important to throw myself into my work. And that was like a place of normalcy for me. So, you know, getting out of the, that, that space was, was really tough. And that's when I started to take on things like meditation, box breathing, which I can, you know, show everybody what I do for box breathing. It's, um, it's, it's called like, it's like time blocking and box breathing. So I do this box breathing in the morning and I do it at night where I take like a super deep breath and it has to go down into the center of your stomach. You hold it for about five seconds and then you let it out as hard as you can. So you take your breath in as deeply as you can and it's good. You can do it on your laying on your stomach or your back, but mm-hmm. I do this every morning and every night. That's just, a, it's, it's been a fantastic. And what is it, is it supposed to, what is it supposed to do? Just calm your nerves or what it, is it supposed it, to do? It calms your nerves and it just gets oxygen to all parts of your body. So you, you can actually think clearly. Mm. Box breathing. I've never even heard of that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mind Body Green does a lot of podcasts and a lot, has a lot of information on breathing techniques, mm-hmm. which I think have helped me tremendously. So yeah. you know, that, was, that was one of the ways to get out of the trenches. But I mean, my business. But you also strike me, Melissa, as a very, I mean, you're a very outgoing and you're, you make things happen. So when things like that happen, because I'm like this too, when things like that happen, I go like oddly silent. Like people just don't even know where I am. They're like, where'd she go? Because I'm out there all the time. But when something happens like this, I get really like cocooned up. And I, I'm afraid to ask people for help because I'm always the one helping. 
No, women don't like to ask for help. No, we do not. No, one of the most important things and what got me through that time were my relationships with friends and family. And that takes a lot. That's a two-way street. It's You have to foster those relationships. And I feel like giving unconditionally, like, you know, there are people when they have, you know, people have their flaws or whatever. I, a lot of times I say, you know, if someone says something about a friend, I'm like, well, yeah, I take them with a grain of salt. You know, it's just, I just don't sweat the small stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. It really gave it's you a perspective. But, but yeah. You yeah. know, it's and just, your daughter's okay now, I'm hoping. She is. She's okay. thriving. She's okay. I mean, she has some issues, but you know, it's, she'll be okay. okay. I mean, it's already been two years and she's, she's doing really well. She's going to graduate. She had to take a year off from school. She's going to graduate this year. So actually tomorrow, we're really happy to celebrate. Oh, happy graduation. Oh, I I hate that these kids are not really getting a graduation. It makes me want to. I know. I know. Oh, okay. So I, I, your, your, your blog is all about glowing from the inside out, Melissa. Um, I just turned the big five. Oh, just like a hot minute ago. Um, what ah, that was a tough one for me, by the way. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what it's like to turn 50. And then what, what advice do you have for us 50 ish people? What, what advice? So tell me, tell me. I mean, first of all, turning 50, like, dealing with all the changes, the body changes, and I feel like just the hormones. So the emotional changes that to me was a very big challenge. So when that started, I, had to start looking for the tools that would help me cope. I'm always looking for these coping mechanisms. And what helped me was just, I I know this is going to sound very LA woo-woo, but I started to like collect crystals and I found energy in them. And in fact, I even have my selenite here, which I mean, I, I just, I hold on to it. I just, I just looked for other things that could help me. I mean, that, that was like one little thing, but um, there's just so much you have to like, you pay attention to your eating, pay attention to your skin a lot more. Do you exfoliate? Do you wear Blu-ray glasses to help protect your eyes from the rays from the computer? Are you wearing sunscreen every day? Um, there were so many eating. Oh God, the whole eating thing had to change for me. So all of a sudden I started to put on, I think I put on like eight pounds when like right around the time I turned 50. So I started experimenting with some different eating, ways of eating. Is it intermittent fasting? Is it portion control? Is it keto? What I came up with for me is that I'm on this plan where like five days a week I eat clean and then two days a week I cheat because I can't give up bread. It's just, it's just one of those things. It's hard to give up any, I gave up dairy and it nearly killed me the first month, but now I don't even care about it. And now if there's a moment that I really want to have it, I have a little bit, but like, I really don't, I don't, I've lost the kind of craving for it. So I kind of feel like you're right. Has it changed the way you feel? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I lost a ton of weight. No dairy. Right. Yeah. And and I think it's different for everybody. I think that's what I'm saying. So my suggestion is just to try a lot of different types because when you're younger, these things, for some reason, you, you know, it's, it's just different. Your body just processes everything a lot faster. Yeah. So I think it's like honing in and finding some things that work for you. So like, I think daily exercise is very important. Oh my God. Yes. We need to right? be exercising. So 
I mean, and I think a lot I think of- it's a mental health thing. I have to say, like, I don't think that I don't think people really. I think people are like, oh, I don't want to exercise. I want to eat my food. I, you know, I got it. You want to be? You're in your little home. You're feeling all cocoon. You want to eat your bread? I got it. But to me, if you don't do, if you don't get outside, or if you don't exercise, you will really mentally go. It's too much hamster wheel. It's too much. You got it. You got to get out there. I mean, I find that connection, connecting with nature, which is one of the reasons also why I moved out here, but connecting with nature has been a game changer for me. So that's why I do, I try to do a one hour walk a day, but if I can't make, squeeze that in. And usually when I do that, I listen to podcasts. Yes. yes. And I listen to so many books on Audible Mm -hmm. that so helpful, like The One Thing. I don't know if you know that one, but it's fantastic. And then there's Mel Robbins. She has the five second rule. I love Mel Robbins. She's my favorite. Okay, so you you are plugged into a lot of these tools that yeah. I just recently learned about. Um, probably in, I'm 55 now, but in my 50s that have helped me, and I think I feel better now. Than I see, I that's good. That's good. If you're feeling better at 55, like that's good news for all of us. I mean, the supplements help too. I don't know if you take supplements, but they, I, I did. did. I started taking. So you know, I I like you. I'm going down this little rabbit hole of like, okay, like things are changing. What do I need to add in? What do I need to kind of do to age where I'm not aging in a way that I'm going to like hurt myself? You know, like because I I bent over to get something. I don't want to be that person. Exactly. So between working out and supplements and different things, I'm really well, yoga is important too. I mean, I feel like we have to move our bodies. Yeah. We're like machines. We have to keep them well oiled. <laughs> Use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. Tell me, tell me what you think you've learned because this this quarantine time has been been really interesting. Because I think everybody has kind of taken a different thing and a different perspective from yes. this time. Yes, what have you gotten from this time, like going through the pandemic? What have you learned? Um, like just, or how have you changed? Oh, I, I feel like I've changed quite a bit. So I was one of those girls that always ran around. I think I went out four to five nights a week. And a lot of that was due to, there were a lot of blogger events and my husband and I are also very social. And we go, so we go out twice a week and then I have my blogger events two or three times a week. So, and then during, and and the events are day and night. So it's just, it just started to get out of control with the driving around. In fact, I started taking Uber everywhere because I just needed that downtime. Yeah. Too much, too much running around. Exactly. And one of the things I've learned is how great is it to be in your home? Like just appreciate your actual home and what's around you and and how important it is to create a space in your home. So I started organizing. I reorganized my closets. I donated, I think about 10 bags now to um, Linda, to Goodwill. And then I also did Linda's stuff and uh, Real Real. Um, I reorganized my my desk and my whole entire office. I have fresh flowers here. I put music on. Um, I just created this like oasis and environment that just didn't exist before. Yeah. And, and also the connection with my family has been unbelievable. The things that we're sharing, we're eating every, I feel like we're out of the 50s. We're eating every meal together. Isn't that awesome? I mean, it really is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have, my kids are 20 and 23, so it actually works out that they can pitch in. And in the beginning, it was a huge challenge because they weren't used to doing laundries and getting, taking out the garbage and mopping floors and cleaning bathrooms. And we all take turns because we're all busy. So it can't just be like mom does everything, does all the housekeeping. 
cooking, all the cooking. You know, my daughter, I call her the top chef. She's been cooking. <laughs> she's one of those girls on Instagram making all the banana breads and the, and the granola. Oh, I would love to have her come live with me. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you think you'll go back to being, you know, going out and as much, or do you think that it'll change? Like, no, I, think back? Gonna, I think I'm going to stay home more. And I think I'm going to do more zoom meetings because I think you can get a lot accomplished from the zoom meetings. I, I hope, I don't think the zoom meetings will go, will replace in-person meetings. I do think that there will be a mixture though especially living in LA where like commuting and traveling is just takes up so much time and energy. It does. It takes, yeah. to me, what it does is, especially, I mean, you're a creative person, you write, mm-hmm. how are you going to find time to write if you're always out? I mean, writing, you really kind of need to be home. Just, okay. I used to be on my computer till after midnight. I would get back from an event at like nine 30 and then from nine 30 to 11 30, I'd be on my computer. There really wasn't downtime. I really didn't have balance in my life. And now I'm busier than ever. I'm working with so many incredible brands, which I'm super excited about because finally brands are realizing that women 40 plus are actually, you know, they're they're purchasing all of these products and that they're worth paying attention to now. So it's a very exciting time for, for women you know, in, who want to reinvent themselves and women who are in their forties and fifties right now. Yes. I, I think it, yes. It's been great, but um, there's going to be a new way of doing business. And I think it's going to be permanent at, moving forward. You know, the one thing I do miss quite a bit is travel. Yes. Yeah. Kind of have to figure out that piece. So I think that until we'll get back to that, I think what's hard about travel is there's a lot of unknowns, right? Like we don't know. Okay. Like, all right. I, like, I'm scared to go to a hotel now. Now I'm like, okay, how am I going to a hotel? Like, I mean, and then in some ways you think, well, who else is going to, I mean, first of all, no one's been in the hotel, right? right. So now it's completely contamination free. Right. And then when you come, they're going to do every effort and everything, but there's going to have to be so many like rules around different oh, things. We're going to have to see. Think about flying. Think about, yep. like until so there's hard. a vaccine, but there just seems to be so many strains right now. It's just, you know, it's a very complicated time. And I'm, you know, of course I'm very worried about the state of our future. You know, I say it to my husband when I wake up in the morning, because, you know, like everyone else, I'm anxious about the future, but you know, you've, you've got to just, I think, take one day at a time and just conquer that, you know, that moment and use tools to help you get through it. I mean, there's just. But it's also pivoting your business, which I think you have done right? Like, I mean, truthfully, we don't need to be going to all these things in person. We never needed it. We have all the technology. It is nice to see a face, but you don't need to see a face five days a week. I think, you know, you can see a face two days a week or three days a week and have two days you don't see a face. I think that's okay too. There was like a month or two where some brands were putting their campaigns on hold. So I had to put everything on hold as well, which is now, now making up for lost time because now I'm being flooded every day with business that's coming in for end of May and June and July, which is great. You know, at least it's, it's, it's heading in a you know, very positive direction, at least in that area. But, um, you know, I think moving forward, when things go back to normal, I'm probably going to have someone come in twice a week. Yeah. Right. I just, I just don't think it's necessary. Right. And I'm really hoping because my husband travels one week to two weeks out of the month, he goes to New York because he's in investment banking and he's in the healthcare business, which so I'm like really on the forefront of everything that's going on right now uh, and get tons of like firsthand information 
on COVID. Which, which is scary and great at the same time, I'm sure. Exactly, exactly, it is. But I'm hoping, I said, you know, they're going to want you to go to New York again quite oh, a bit. Yeah. And I said, I think that you guys can start doing their Zoom meetings, like the way you've been, you know, conducting your business and deals. And these deals haven't been slowing down. Right. People still want to work. I mean, you know, it's not for lack of wanting to work. It's, I think it's just finding a way to, you know, when we do kind of go back to where things are more open, you know, to really reassess, like, do I need to be spending that money traveling and getting on a plane? Like, I don't think I need to actually cause it. I mean, a a Zoom meeting, you can get as much done. And think about how much that will add to the environment. Right. The carbon footprint. There's, I mean, mean, there's amazing. I noticed that. Totally. totally. I mean, I'm using my own backyard. I have so many more like squirrels and, and oh, totally. coming out at night like crazy. Yes. I mean, the wildlife and I can see like the views have changed so much. There's so yeah. much. The skies are so clear. It's, it's crazy. I have dust in my house. I mean, there's just crazy. You know, there, there is positive that, that, that is coming out of this. Of course, you know, people are out of work and there's, you know, globally, there's just so much destruction right now, but there are pause out of all failures come successes. And I mean, we're going to pivot and we're going to change and we're going to learn as a world. We're going to do that together. So I, at least we're all together doing it. That makes me feel a little bit better. Just knowing that. Um, So how can people stay in touch with you? I know we can sign up for the Glow Girl Girl newsletter. I've already signed up. Yes. Right. We can do that. And then you you have, um, oh, go ahead. Melissa Myers on Instagram. So it's yes. not the glow girl. It's um, Melissa Myers. It's under my name because that's where I actually started before I pivoted to the glow girl. <laughs> well, we'll put that all in the show notes too. So people know your website and how to follow you on Instagram for all your awesome tips and tricks. Yeah, but then you also have something like you have a face oil or something that you... T- yes, yes. That? Well, I have two co-branded products, which I'm really proud of. Um, this one is called, I partnered with a company called Oli and we made these golden ray glow drops together and it's a face oil. And so what, what is the purpose of a face oil? Cause I've, I've been hearing about this for people, but like for people who are like me do nothing to their face and don't even know why we put oil on our face. You're going to have to tell us why we have to do this. Well, a face oil is a deep way to moisturize your skin. And it's also made with tons of antioxidants, natural fruits and vegetables, which I'd rather be putting that on my face. In fact, um, one of the things I suggest to a lot of women, and this isn't an answer to your question, you know, you're turning 50, is clean out your beauty products. Oh, like, God, yes. reach over to clean beauty. There is so much toxic beauty out there. I've been writing about clean beauty. I'd say I'm not 100% clean, but I'd say I'm like 90%. And it's so important to put- How do we know, though? How do we know what's toxic? And, like, well, how do we know? Well, there's an app called Think Dirty. <laughs> Download that Think Dirty app. Okay. Think Dirty. I'll put that in the show notes. So. Okay. <laughs> Open the Think Dirty app and you okay. will know and you'll probably throw out like 80% of your products after you see all the toxins and in Can them. you put the name in and then it's like, oh no, girl, don't. You will see how oh, many I'm scared of my makeup drawer now. Thanks a lot, Melissa. It was pretty scary when I first did it, especially having to give up some of my favorite makeup brands and beauty brands and, you know, having to switch over. Oh, but, wow. You know, it's... Okay. Uh, but that's good advice. Okay. So the face oil is a deep, it's basically a deep moisturizer. Does it, moisturizer does it stay on or does it like sink in or what does it do? Well, this actually, it, it builds collagen because it has fresh oh. 
technology. So this actually, it's hard to find an organic and a natural product that actually is as effective as a product that has chemicals in it. So, and that's what's, that's what we, when we formulated this, that was very big priority to us. So, and it smells unbelievable. So there's just, you know, moisturizer. Cool. I want that. So you have you to send me one. Moisturizer. You can highlight okay. your skin. Like right now you can see, like I have. Yeah, like, I like it. It's shiny. I like on it. On top of your makeup. It's dewy. And yeah. It leaves your skin with a very velvety texture. So I, I, I'm, of course I'm a fan, but right. we're having a special right now. So. Okay. Oh yeah. We're having a special. Yeah. Yes. $15 off with Glow Girl 15 at checkout. Okay. So we're going to put that in show notes too. With it. And let me see if I, I don't have it right here. You get a makeup case and a travel size sample as a complimentary gift. Okay. And then you also have this amazing necklace because I see it on you and I want it. Thank you. I love all the pendant style necklaces. Those are like my favorite thing. Yeah, I know. Me too. I mean, they're, they're always in, but, and I love layering necklaces. Mm-hmm. But, um, this one, I partnered with a company called Luma and we made something called the glow necklace. So you can see, cause you can see it in my logo. You see the, the starburst. Yes. Yes. So it's a little pendant with a little kind of starburst. A little it, diamond for our listeners. Yes. Yeah. And then um, what I added to that, and that was based on just, you know, a lot of my learning and growth over time. Um, I decided to create an intention card so that when people buy it they they have an intention it also comes with a selenite stone which i told you how much i love selenite this this energizes the necklace and it also if you hold it 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 it, you can feel i mean i feel the energy and and i'm not woo woo wah wah because i'm from new york and i'm very practical but but i'm telling you well listen i mean it's worth a try i mean what's it gonna do no it's not gonna hurt you i might as well try it right Okay. I love it. All right. So I'm going to put all that in the show notes so people know how to get that awesome necklace that I have to get. And also this face oil that I also have to get. And I have two <laughs> new things I need to get. Um, tell me we're in the speed round now, Melissa. It's my favorite time. Oh boy. Favorite time in the speed round. Cocktail <laughs> of choice. Rosé. Rosé all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any particular rosé that you like? Rose. I like Whispering Angel. Me too, girl. Mm-hmm. I have friends that have gone off the Whispering Angel. I'm like, no, I'm here to stay. I'm here to stay on the Whispering Angel. I, I, um, like I love it. Okay, mantra or quote you live by? Don't sweat the small stuff, and it's mostly small stuff. So true, though. Yeah. Right now, thing, also, we got to yeah. let it go. Exactly. And the other thing is, the only thing you get from looking back is a stiff neck. Don't look back. Just look forward. Yes, I kind of, I, I agree with that 100%. What simple thing do you do for yourself, like a self-care tip you can give us? I take baths three times a week. That's a new thing. I like that. Yes, with bath salts, and I like candles, and I like Palo Santo, which I, you know, cleanse. I love the smell of the Palo Santo, but what I is Palo Santo? I don't even know. Oh, here, I have it. Ah! Yeah, she's gonna get it for us. Here she comes. She's coming back. Yeah. What is it? Oh, is it like like an incense? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just show you. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so you you light a little little incense, and what does it smell like? So you have to. It's very like cedary, woodsy. Okay, it smells incredible. It, it it's another way to relax, but it's to also like cleanse your space. So a little aromatherapy, but also yes. cleansing. I like that. Okay, yes. what makes you feel unstoppable? Unstoppable. Oh God, I am. Uh, you know what? My discipline. And the way that I connect with women. Um, 
I feel like connection is so important and just by fostering and helping other women to also feel good about themselves, that just, that just like gets, I get off on that, you know? No, I love that too. Obviously, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't do this. Um, Tell me what you mean about like discipline. What do you mean? Oh, well, I'm I'm a very disciplined person. So I feel like dedication and discipline is something that I think I need to make myself feel unstoppable. Um, but like, do you mean I, like holding yourself to like routines yes. and self-care or holding self-care, yourself to a certain... Absolutely. Yeah. So routine is very important. And one of the ways that I, I help myself with the routine is I have Asana. I don't know if you ever heard of Asana, but... I, wait, is that an app? It's a... It's a yeah. Okay. App and I use Evernote with Asana at the same time. I have a, an editorial calendar, so structure helps me feel unstoppable. But my determination and my just wanting to connect and to continue connect with people makes me feel. I feel like I'm unstoppable because of the way I connect with people and the way I discipline myself every day. I hold myself accountable to to do so much and to be productive and not know how healthy that is at the end of the day, but because I put a lot of pressure on myself to do well, that. But you know what, if it's your passion, I think that is it the doesn't feel, Right. That's the whole thing. It just doesn't feel like work. Right. You know, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, it, you can, you can work 24 seven. And by the way, you have to work 24 seven because that's the only way to really build a business, but you better love what you're doing. Otherwise it's going to feel like a chore. So right. Well, you've earned, you've earned that and you've earned that place. Um, what, who do you most admire? Ariana Huffington. Really? Yes. I like her too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me why. Well, I met her at a conference about 10 years ago and I listened to what she had to say because she was one of the first women that was starting to talk about how we have to take care of ourselves, how we have to sleep, how we have to take supplements. She's how we big have- on sleep, right? She's very big on sleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she started Thrive. So she kind of pivoted out of the Huffington Post, which by the way, after I met with her talking about connection, I introduced myself to her as well. So I saw her speaking. I sat in the front row. She was done. I introduced myself the same way I did with Fabian. And I said, I would love to write for HuffPo. I said in the lifestyle vertical, she took my information down and she gave me her direct email. I gave her samples of writing of what I've been doing. I think a week later I was a writer on at HuffPo and I wrote there, I wrote on there for about 10 years. That's amazing. Yeah, until she left. And now I'm actually going to pitch myself to thrive. I haven't done that yet because I've been so busy, like building my own platform. But I think now, now that I have this strong platform with who, what, where I write two articles a month for them. And I've been getting so much positive feedback from that and from, you know, tons of traffic to the site every time they publish something. So, you know, they're really big fans of publishing women 40 and up, 50 and up right now. I so love I'm it. Really happy. So now I'm going to reach out to other publications like Mind, Body, Green, Thrive Global, all those other publications and see if I can get my, some of the things that I write in there too. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Um, what's exciting you the most right now? Hmm. Well, I am thinking about writing a book. Okay. And- offering women the tips and tricks on how to look 10 years younger, the glow girl guide to looking and feeling 10 years younger. I love that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like no one's really doing that. There's like a white space, just like I found that white space and started blogging in LA because 
I just saw millennials doing it. And that's why I decided to become a blogger. So it was just like, I, I would only see millennials shooting around Melrose Place. And I'm like, hmm, you know, this is something, there's a white space here. There's not women in their 40s and 50s doing this or doing it well. So yeah, um, I think that now is time for me to start thinking about writing a book. Um, I want to partner with some more brands. I'm very excited because I love developing. I didn't realize how much I love brand development, but so I'd like to, you know, put out some more products after trying hundreds and thousands of actually products. I would love to be able to consult, you know, for some brands and, and also create some new brands, you know, whether that's in the health or the wellness space. So, well, this is such a good seed planting time. There's no better time than to write your book than right now, girl, right, right now. That's right? right. You got it. Now that I'm spending more time at home, you can just write your book. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. Well, you said you and so done. <laughs> I know, right? Thank you so much, Melissa, for coming on the show today. I'm like super inspired. I, I already kind of went through your website, but now I got to go through it again and like really with a fine tooth comb and see, and I'm going to need to write things down. And I want the face well and I want the necklace. So thank you. Um, but thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. You have great tips and you look great. I mean, you guys will see her, but she looks great. So she, if, if, if anyone's going to get it, make us look 10 years younger, it's going to be her. She, look, <laughs> she looks definitely 10 or more. Years younger. Thank, thank you, you, Melissa. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review. This is Conversations with Warrior Women podcast with me, Liz Swadek. And remember, every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye. <laughs>